Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, statement's coming at ya, statement's coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yo, what it do? Spiritual Counselor Sean Thomas Villafana here. President of Kapuhuna. El Presidente. A publisher, web designer, app designer, author, uh, a journalist, um, musician, rapper, uh, uh, film producer, uh, ukulele player, um, humanitarian, uh, all kinds of stuff, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like to say that my resume speaks for itself. It speaks for you. It speaks for me. It speaks to me. It teaches me different words that I've never known before. It really does, really. You know, I, I've i got uh, certifications and things that I don't even... I didn't even know I could do, but I can. <laughs> you know how? Yeah, okay, I gotta stop bragging. Yeah, that's that's horrible. Horrible, horrible, horrible. You know, there's the thing about ego and pride. Is that it can only really bother you to the level of your ego and pride. Which is very funny of a thing, you know. I always thought it was a really strange how all of my spiritual mentors, uh, they seemed to have so much ego and pride. And in fact, they, they enjoyed it, you know. And then I realized after a long time that... uh but that's the whole point, you know, is the enjoying life. Like, that doesn't mean that you're reactive. You know, it's different from action and reaction. It just means that you don't mind it, you know. And that's the whole difference between heaven and hell, isn't it? The only difference is the amount of acceptance and enjoyment. Really. That's all it comes down to, you know. In fact, I doubt uh, they could keep anybody in hell if there was such a place. And I'm sure there is, you know. Uh, I doubt they could keep anybody there if they started to enjoy it, <laughs> which is a little statistic. But uh, it's kind of true, too, if you think about it. Because if that was a place to make a person suffer, well... This is a hard thing to accept, and we never accept it in the moment. But suffering is a choice. I got a little astral tune here for you. This was developed by Sheila Kennedy and Sounds from Source. 
Uh, first time I heard it was about a year and a half ago. Here we go. That's good enough. Hopefully you're not deaf. Um, I hope that didn't go too loud in your speakers. It used to calm me down. I don't know. Uh, my ex used to play it for me. I had uh, encouraged her to get certified as a sound therapist through them. And you can check them out at uh, www.soundsfromsource.com. That's S-O-U-N-D-S-F-R-O-M-S-O-U-R-C-E dot com. And they're not paying me. They don't even know. You know what I mean? I, I'm, they're just friends, you know? And I think that's what a huge thing... Uh, I think that's a huge thing that's missing in society right now. You know, just generally helping each other, supporting each other. Right now we got advertisement, everything's paid advertisement, which became spam, which became, yikes, ads everywhere, billboards with funny pictures on them, it's all really ridiculous. Uh, this is a explicit show, so if you are here and you're not supposed to be, get the fuck on out of here. <laughs> I am Spiritual Counselor, Sean Thomas Villafana, and I am a thug-ass minister. Word up. I ain't no light worker, I'm a heavy worker. Got it? That means I came here with a lot of karma to fucking handle, and that don't mean it was my karma. No, 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 no. I came here as a clean soul, just like a lot of us did. How do I know? Because I remember. I remember where I was. I remember... The people I were around, the place I was at, I remember it being very different. Remember, we did not have greed or fear, and we manifested everything at will. And I chose to come here, just like a lot of us did. Right. I remember coming down through the roof and seeing my mom pregnant with me. And yeah, anyways, uh, I'm not the only one, too, you know. It's funny, because a long time ago, I'd uh, I'd feel all shy of explaining this shit, but nah, you know, after being around a lot of spiritual people, I'm really glad that I can just say my spiel. Of course, there's always going to be trolls and haters and this and that. It's balance, you know? There's gotta be, too, actually. You always gotta have that, you know? I mean, if anything, I, I, I would hope that it would be there. Because you gotta have something to balance against the people that are just talking out of their ass, right? You know? You gotta have a debate. You gotta have a thing that's gonna say, hey, you know what? 
can't just say whatever the fuck, you know? Because, to be honest, there's a lot of people that are full of shit out there. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's nobody's fault, you know? We don't know the dynamics that other people are in. We don't know the story. We don't know what all the shit that's going on. So we can't really say every little bit, you know. We don't know. So it's just, it's not fair. We can't assume another person's stance or intent. And that's a huge thing that I like to say, actually. Because if you think about it logically, to assume another person's intent is a very rude thing. Very rude thing. And it's a very stupid thing. It is. Because you do not know intent. Nobody knows intent but the person. So that is to say that you would risk punishing the innocent for your own ego. And isn't that why a lot of arguments start in the first place? Because we get hurt. Because we assume another person's intent is evil. And what is evil, right? I like to say I don't believe in evil. I believe in the truth, the true self, the true self-expression, which is unconditional love, and stupidity on the other side. You know, just that's what it comes down to. Uh, let's not say stupidity. Let's say obtuse. Obtuse is a lot nicer. But yeah, you need debate. I put one up earlier. Uh, I went, the risks of being proven wrong in a debate Bruised ego. The benefits of being proven wrong in a debate. You become wiser. And the risks of not debating out of fear of bruised ego. Mass species extinction. Like it's happening right now to many species. By the way. And uh, yeah, we like to give our excuses. You know. We like to give our excuses, but really, we're the ones responsible, if you remember that. The amount that we ignore it, or ignore any issue in society, is equal to the level of responsibility that we have not stepped up to claim. But at all moments, whether we step up or not, you realize that that is our responsibility. Because if all it takes is stepping up, and that means that the underlying virtue and power was already there. It's a very, very, very sobering thing to think, huh? Ain't that funny. Well, let's play a little music about that. By the way, if uh, you didn't catch me before, this is an explicit show. Something... It's peculiar. Something is peculiar. Tell it a little bit simpler for me. Tell it like it's simple. Tell it like it's simple. Just break it down. Tell it like it's simple. No. Come on, no president. Something like it's simple. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Tell it like it's the night you don't understand. Maybe flip and press it. Hell of a level. Flashing lights behind me. Yeah. 
Presidente I'm El Presidente, bitch That's Kapahuna Pink Turtle. They said you and you age every one time. Pink Turtle so fly, very high, raise his fur. But I can give her fur. That, that's worldwide, getting contact highs. Yes, contact high. Ironic? Yes. Humble? No. Hypey? Yes. Tell me when to go. I got hella man you go, and it's hella damn fun. I go higher than the go I shit with the sun. I don't say yellow because I incarnate a photo while she never gets to the lady. But I see the photo, so I jump to the board and let her jump out to did you catch that? Did you catch that? That's great. Well, she manifests her baiting to my Facebook photos. <laughs> That's a great one. You know, I think uh, one of the most sweetest things that ever happened. No, no, not ever. But I mean, a really sweet thing that happened to me once. I was talking to a chick like two years ago, long time ago. Cute, real cute chick, you know. And like we started flirting all, and she's like live far away, you know how it goes. But I told her one time I was like, you know, I would be honored if you were to manifest her bait, manifest her bait, get <laughs> uh, to my Facebook photos. And I said that, and she goes. But I already do. <laughs> you know, and she was dead serious, too. Like, you know, that's a... That was sweet. That was sweet. Because, like, as a guy, I may be, like, a, a... A guy that was insecure for most of his life. Like, I never would have thought, you know? I never would have thought. I never would have thought. And it's funny, because, of course, right? You know, uh, women masturbate just like men do. Right? You got toys that you carry around in your purses. <laughs> Keychains and everything. Crazy. You know, so why why wouldn't that happen, of course, right? You know. As a uh, famous magician, and I say that in the esoterical sense. This one said, uh, everybody does magic. You might as well know what you're doing. And that was a dark dude. Supposedly, they they say in our history books that he was a a dark dude, Aleister Crowley. You know, that's what they say. To be honest, I don't take anything uh, for face value. I don't, you know, because I know that the nature of humanity, as it's been, has been ironic, hypocritical. Projection. That's just a fact. It has been. We always, always, always specifically accuse somebody of our hypocrisy. 
an exact denial of our shames. You know? Uh, look at what happened to Jesus, right? You know? Jesus almost got people to feel, <laughs> to feel ashamed, right? You know? They almost felt ashamed, but they straight up was in denial and projected that back onto him and claimed that he was egotistical. Because they were too egotistical to humble themselves and and eat with the sinners and wash the feet of prostitutes and care for everybody as as themselves, really, you know. They didn't want to give up their ways and that's how it is. And you know, uh, I want to say that there was a deep lesson in the Bible. And I don't give a fuck if it was a written comic book or if it was a cartoon. I don't give a fuck if it was a video game. Because the virtues are still true. When you can internalize, empathize, and understand a lesson, well, then it becomes yours. So it doesn't really matter so much about the instances so much as what we can do with them if we internalize it. Because we can see clearly, Jesus taught a lot of very, very powerful stuff that a lot of people are ignoring. <laughs> a lot of people are ignoring. It's just uh, horrible, actually. It's, it really is. I always... Uh, I'm going to probably get a lot of flack for this. But somebody's got to fucking say it. You know, somebody's got to fucking say it. A lot of people are into now. A lot of Christians, Catholics, religious people on our side of the continent. I'm from Hawaii, but I'm talking about California over here. San Jose, bottom of the bay. And a lot of us... We like to think, oh, well, Jesus died for my sins, and that means that I can just go about my life as long as I carry this idea as that I have faith in it, and I don't have to read the Bible, or oh, I don't got to do what he taught, and it's not about what he taught or what he said, or what was right there in everybody's face. No, it's just about uh, carrying the name as a label. Oh, yeah, and if other people hate me for it, then we can go to war and kill them. Right, yeah. That's fucking hypocritical as fuck. So hypocritical. And it's not Christian. In fact, that's anti-Christian. I would say that would be the anti-Christ in the people that would be anti-Christian, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it would be. It would be. I want to say, you know, I mean, if it comes to that, then yeah, fucking, uh, fuck it, I might as well say, is that, uh, to go to war would be anti-Christian. Maybe in the whole Christian, uh, history as we have it written, but that was anti-Christian too. Jesus taught forgiveness. He taught that you live by the sword, you die by the sword. He taught eye for an eye, Leaves the whole, whole world blind. And he showed that it's easy to hate. It's easy to blame. It's hard. It's very, very hard to forgive. 
And it's very much harder to forgive in the moment when you're being persecuted. He was tortured. Did he blame? No. And you know what's funny? Not only is that a miracle, but that's a miracle that you and I can do. That's right. You see, it shows the difference between weakness and strength, because it would be weak of us to succumb to spite and hate and blame. That's weakness. We are weak when we do that. That is us being weak. And when we forgive, that is us being strong. When we take the hits for, for uh, ego-wise or physically, or heck, even uh, economically, when we take the hits and forgive, that's us being strong. Duh. Argue me there. Come on. Argue me there. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I'd love it. I'd love to see it because debate is important, right? You know, debate is important. In fact, we would only shy away from debate to protect our egos, which is ridiculous. And I think it's horrible that we have a lot of quote unquote light workers who are afraid of debate. They don't want to face the negative feeling. And I'm like, it don't got to be negative feeling. <laughs> but there's a lot of things that are kind of important that we should kind of look at and not ignore, you know? <laughs> right? I think so. Shoot. Any sense. Yeah, you know. That's how it is. That's how it goes. It's a story told in ancient, ancient times. Again and again and again. And I'm always telling it. You know, but it seems like I'm getting better and better at uh, saying my piece of the part. But, uh, you know, when I have trouble, sometimes I like to do some music and Read some raps. I know they can come out a little bit uh, vulgar, but you know, I kind of, I kind of dig it. I know, you know. I mean, uh, that might be bad vibes to some other people, but I guess you just don't know California <laughs> at all, at all, really. You know, There's a lot of the things that you might think are bad or negative. Well, actually, over here, a lot of us really dig that shit. You know. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's the same way that, like, you know, if you know any Ebonics, you know, <laughs> it's just a different language, you know. You can't be all saying that one thing is a negative and label it as that and think that you're right. Because, you know, you go through time enough, you're going to find out that you're wrong. That's the thing about nature. Change. Odin, as I was saying earlier in a post on Instagram. By the way, follow me at Kapuhuna, K-A-P-U-H-U-N-A, Kapuhuna. I was talking about how the symbol for Libra is actually the tree of knowledge of good and evil in the Garden of Eden. As it's about balance. And the fruit would be that center. Same tree. Exedril. That Odin hung from. 
order to gain perspective. Hung upside down from it. Which is the same as in the tarot card, the hanged man. Odin, or Woden. Now there's been many other names, of course, you know. And... Which became Wednesday. The middle of the week, mind you. Also referenced to the same essence, it's the same god as uh, Hermes or Mercury, astrologically speaking. All three of them have to do with knowledge and wisdom. And just as so, it would make sense. Because the tree is the brain. Of course it is. The ancients used to talk about the beginning of the zodiac, starting at the IC or the Nadir, or uh, Zenith. Sorry, uh, or was it Nadir? I always forget those terms. The bottom side of the Earth, the opposite side of where you're at, because where where you're standing is quote unquote the top part. That's how we measure it in a birth chart. That would be the top. The opposite side that would be the IC. Well, that would be where we would put, uh, just for the sake of uh, imagination, Aries. Zero degree Aries. And that would be the very bottom. Excuse my ghetto accomplice over here selling his ice cream with a really, really, really bad ice cream music. It don't even sound sane. It don't sound good. If I was a little kid, I would probably run. It's really scratchy. I think he's got an actual record player. I think he's probably in a clown suit, but he's Mexican, so I doubt that. Well, you never know. You could have Mexican clowns, but... My bad. Ain't trying to be racist or clownist or... None of that. Ice creamist. But yeah, I live in the ghetto. And I don't have a studio. Nope, nope, nope. Doing this off my phone with uh, literally one, two, three, four, five, five connecting cords uh, with mic and audio and all kinds of stuff that I needed in order to work this thing. <laughs> and it's so damn hot. I could not have the fan on while doing this. So you get to hear the lovely tunes of the ghetto, just like I do. It used to be worse, actually. Way worse. I think there's been eight murders, something like that. Eight, seven murders since I've lived here. Used to be a lot of gang stuff. It's not so bad anymore, but just like a week ago, I heard gunfire just out of my window. That's fun. Living in the ghetto, like two short set. The ghetto. Dum, 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 dum. And it's kind of fun, I don't know. It's weird coming from Hawaii, right? It's like one place to like the exact opposite. I don't even speak like I used to anymore. 
but I can get back into it. You know, I just got to be around the right people. Any sense, I don't know where I was going with that. Uh, Yodin, Woden, yada, yada. Uh, the brain, right? This brain. Oh, the fruit, of course, would be the pineal gland, which, by the way, has optic uh, optic nerves. I almost said optic fiber. Optic nerves, just like the eyeball does. Only the pineal gland's optic nerves face inward. Yada, yada. Why are they facing inward? Because there's light inward. Um, yes, there literally is. As the pineal gland releases DMT, it causes a chemical reaction which emits photons. You see, the inside of the pineal gland is a bulb. It's got, like, liquid in there. And it's dark, you know, and hey, do I know why it does that? No, I do not. Uh, the inside of the brain likes to make little flashy lights and look at it. <laughs> you know, the scientific reasoning, heck, I do not know. But it is really funny that, hey, you know, I mean, like, we actually have a third eyeball, literally. It is an eyeball, has optic nerves, and it does look within, and the light is within, which is really funny. You know, sadly though, yeah, I think it was like some like, uh, 80%, 90% of the population basically has a calcified pineal gland and cannot operate it, which sucks. How does that happen? That happens from fluoride, which is a neurotoxin. The FDA has stated it as a neurotoxin and categorized it as a neurotoxin on their own website, and yet approved it for our toothpaste. People like to say, oh, but I want to brush my teeth. Motherfucker, that shit does not do good for your teeth at all, at all. Get Tom's or something. Use baking soda. Fuck. You don't have to kill your freaking insides. I mean, I'm hypocritical there, but, I mean, you know, we don't got to kill our insides. Just to do like other people do. There's other toothpaste. It's cheaper too. Fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Dumbasses. Anyways, um, sorry, I don't mean to insult anybody, but you kind of gotta, you know. I mean, there's two levels to it. On the one hand, you got some people, they will not react good or uh, change at all to insulting. They will not. You ever seen a vegan argue with a meat eater? Vegan does not win, generally. Sometimes they do, though. And sometimes it really does take that. Sometimes it takes the asshole. Uh, and sometimes it takes the guilt and shame. It really does. I like to just think that everything is needed and everything happens as it's supposed to. In this way, I can have faith in my life and I can have faith in the universe can bring my own level of blame a little bit lower volume every day. Uh, you know, it's tough being Aries North Node and all. Uh, Aries being the challenger. Uh, oh, yeah, that's what I was talking about. I remember that. Yeah, Aries being at the bottom of the, the physical representation and Libra being at the top, which is not egotistical of me at all. Hey. You know, uh, 
that's not my words. Like, <laughs> that's just what they say. That's just how it is. The paper would be the brain. The tree is the brain. The fruit is the pineal. And the lie is duality. I don't believe in duality. I believe in irony. What does that mean? That means that I believe in trinity. I probably said a bunch of shit that just blew your mind already. But let's top it off, too. Why not? You know? If we look at Trinity, we look at the Bible. Uh, what is the first thing that God did? Right. Give an expression. An expression of will. The I. I am. The I choose. A mage card. Out from the... Oh, from the essence of the divine feminine, which would be the zero, which would be the vagina, actually. The mage card, always represented by a male figure holding his right arm up in a rod, high, in a statement of demand and command, willpower. And God put that straight down and went blam! I separate. The waters from above and the waters from below, and the middle ground is the firmament, and I shall name the firmament heaven. Same with the sea and the uh, land and the land and the sky. And God went straight through it all, separating it, separating it all. You know, that's what we blame of him anyways, in the irony of it. You see, we got to always kind of look at things... Uh, Backwards, in a sense. Don't we? I like to believe that it's not like how we think it is. In fact, it's only our ego that demands it is how we think it is. But since I don't see anybody fucking doing magical powers and flying around and busting kamehamehas and teleporting, I would say that they probably do not know any universal truths that, uh, would help them uh, help me to consider them as awoken. I don't see Neo going around here, so I would say everybody's asleep. Nobody knows the full truth, and everybody's full of shit when they try to argue. But they do, unless of course, unless of course, they're speaking from a place of love and, uh, or it could be suffering too. Yeah, but that don't mean that they know. The truth. It does mean that the truth is trying to be expressed from the heart, though, as we find it. Because isn't it so that as we're suffering and as we strive, even if what we say comes out warped, even if what we do comes out wrong, the very fact that we're striving towards something through the pain because of what the heart says within us goes to show that there is love even when we make mistakes there is love that unconditional truth just got a little bit of conditions on it that don't mean that it doesn't exist it just means it's a little dirty and uh, that's pretty much how I came here <laughs> shoot that's been my whole life really Real grimy. Real grimy. Thuggish.
And that said, let's listen to another one. Because I've said this so many times, but, you know, sometimes you got to say it again. Egyptian. That's like one of the races that I'm not. Sadly. I mean, heck, who knows? Maybe. I don't know. You know, right? I got so much ethnicity in me. I am a ethnicity of genetics. And I like to say I'm just human, right? I think that's one power that I have. It's one superpower that I have is that I have the power to not be racist. I mean, sure, yeah, I could say racist shit, <laughs> which is bad, of course, because it can insult people, right? You know? And I think it's ridiculous. I think it's very ridiculous. I mean, uh, call it my enveloping of empathy towards the whole of humanity, 
being the lack of empathy towards the more or less racist, basically. I mean, sure, okay, you can love who you want to love and marry who you want to marry and have kids with who you want to marry. But if your family line is just going to, like, stick to your family line, like, that's kind of, I mean, you know, I mean, heck, you know, love is love. But, I mean, like, that don't even seem like love anymore. That's just too much when it's, like, like if, if you're black and, you you know, all your generations have only had sex with and had babies with the same race, that's, like, come on. <laughs> you know, or if you're white and, and you guys are just only sticking to white, like, What's what's going on with that? Like, I don't even know. Have some flavor in your life, you know? <laughs> Shoot. It's, that's just the way I put it. I think that if everybody just kind of branched out a bit, you wouldn't have racism. It couldn't exist. Not if everybody is, um, you know, mutt like me. And, you know, that's the funny thing is that people think like, oh... Excuse me, I'm saying people. Uh, let's talk about specifics. Uh, you have the white supremacy, right? Who would say that, oh, you know, their genetics are superior. Well, actually, the fact is, is that uh, scientific evidence shows that when you mix genes, the offspring, on general, uh, they have higher IQs, are taller, and better um, immunities. So... You know, uh, considering I'm taller than both of my parents, I've got a very high IQ, which I will not brag here, and I never get sick. Uh, yeah, I, I would say I, I, I pretty much trump uh, that. If that, uh, I mean, it's science, hey. You know, so I mean, if you want to have superhuman kids, um, you know, just uh, branch out a bit. Have some flavor. <laughs> That's really what it comes down to. I think that everybody should just mix and interbreed. Because, I mean, like, look at the offspring. Like, I mean, when you have, like, interbreed, you know, offspring, like, it's almost always, like, a really beautiful child, you know, and a beautiful person when they grow up. And it's like, wow, you know? Like, uh, yeah, I'm not saying that about myself, um. But, you know, uh, I'm not, I'm not gonna be meek enough, or me, too, too meek, uh, to, to say that I'm not. I gotta practice that acceptance, self-love, right? Not to the point of being ugly in character, which I think a lot of people have gotten to. I mean, isn't that it? <laughs> isn't that true? People talk about self-love. All they really do is ego worship, you know? Um, self-love. But I would say that the ultimate expression of self-love is to love and accept all that is. Because if you are connected with everything and are everything, then by default, as you meet the things in your exterior and, or, you know, uh, karmic life, and as you accept them with love, well, then you meet yourself to a deeper depth. And you love that part and accept that part to a deeper depth. And I would say, if there is a oneness, a, a thing that we could call God, 
and that being or point in space-time is connected to all, well, then it would be love, and it would be all-accepting, right? Because you cannot deny and be a part of at the same time. So, given that, in order to reach that vibration, you would have to do as the same. It's, I mean, that's what I believe. It makes sense to me, right? I mean, if you are a person that has less acceptance and more rejection and denial in your life, then that sounds a lot more like suffering and war. It just sounds like it. You know, I mean, hey, I'm not you, uh, whoever that person might be, and uh, I'm just me, but just saying what it sounds like. And if you're a person that accepts all, patience, love, forgiveness, and understanding, then I'd say that sounds like heaven. That sounds like you're a holy person. Amen to that. Well, I'll uh, cut this short. I don't know how long this one goes, but um, I've been popping in and out of my podcasts. I got uh, four, five, I don't know. I got a bunch. And I just wanted to stop by and give some love. Aloha, oi. Aloha means a lot of things. It means love. It means hello, goodbye. And it's also to share the breath of life. And to appreciate the sharing of the breath of life. Thank you for joining me. If you're listening in, this is Sean Thomas. Excuse me, I changed my title. Actually, legally, it's Spiritual Counselor Sean Thomas Bilifana. I'm a minister. I'm a uh, CEO, COO, CMO, uh, President. I am everything of Kapahuna, basically. Shoot. <laughs> publisher, app designer, web designer, yada yada, publisher, uh, uh, everything. Yeah. Oh, I got a film out, um, a documentary, actually. Uh, try to catch it. It's called True Emotions. And it's circling the web. You know, I submitted it to over 20 film festivals <laughs> because I could. And I didn't even know it was possible. And then I, I thought about it, and I was like, is it possible? And yes, it is for free. <laughs> so, yeah, so I did it, and it got accepted to one so far pretty excited about that well you know go check it out true emotions much love aloha